Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Hey everybody, hey everybody, welcome back to an episode of Mental Health Check-In with Talik. Today I have a special guest, Mr. Lenny Harrell, vocal extraordinaire himself. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How are you? <laughs> oh, good, brother. Thank you for being the guest on this Mental Health Check-In episode, man. I'm really, of course. I'm really happy that you're here. You know I'm a big fan. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, so let's get into the first question. Um, I like to ask this question all the time because it's not asked enough to, um, to people. And I want to ask you, how is your mental health? It is, it is good at the current moment. Um, I'm balancing out uh, a lot of different things in my life situation. So um, I recently lost my job. I my dog recently passed. I recently put out music. Um, and it's been a whirlwind of emotions. But yeah. what I will say is that, number one, when I lost my job, it was this, um, this feeling of relief um, and this feeling of I'm good and God's got me. It was the first time in my life where I felt like I didn't go into desperation or panic mode. Um, yeah. And I felt really secure because I had followed my gut, you know, years prior with setting myself up for success as much as possible. So because of that, I had other things that were already kind of lined up to take the place of whatever. Yeah. Um, when my dog passed, that's still very tough on me because I still haven't moved any of his stuff. I still hear his feet tapping through the house. Like, it's like, it's, that's tough. Um, and then putting out this new music and seeing how it's been responded to has been really, really um, empowering to me. So right now I feel really good. I'm in this really good state of mind where I'm aware of who I am. I'm secure in who I am. Um, and in this place of really this silent moment of paying attention to the higher frequency that leads me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I know that was like. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about Frankie. I'm so sorry. I oh, know. thank you. Thank yeah, you. I know you. I know you love Frankie. Yeah, that's that was my little homie. Yeah. Um, I like to ask that question because I think that question is not asked more enough. Like I say this all the time. Like, I feel like if I can be talking, you can be talking to me, like, Lee, how you doing? I'm like, I'm okay, but I could be struggling mentally. Oh, of and course. I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you answered the question. Um, my next how, question for you. How, wait, how's your mental health? <laughs> mine's is, you know, you know, Lenny, I struggle with a lot. But mine's is um, okay now. You know, I was struggling the past, last, last couple of weeks because, okay. because of, you know, BPD and PTSD and stuff like that, but um, it's a little better, you know. Um, I've made like a coping skills um, binder for me so I can just have, oh, just cool. in case I go through some stuff here. Yeah, I said, I need to do something to get over, you know, like the after effect of childhood sexual abuse. So, you know, I started yeah. a new therapist next, I started a new therapist next week. There's more 
like center around trauma so I can get oh, some dope. you know some type good. of healing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's good. Thank you for asking. Thank you. You're um, welcome. And you can't ask a question and I can't answer the question back. Like, you know what I mean? What is that? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> listen, bro. Listen. You checking in, I gotta check in. That's the way we, we listen. <laughs> well, you all you always used to check in, man. It's okay. Um my next next question for you. Growing up, was it okay not to be okay growing up? Um, yeah, I actually I actually was blessed to come from a household that was um, that encouraged communication. Um, so when it comes to like, my mom used to be like, you know, if things are too heavy or too much, she used to be like, it's okay to take a mental health day. Like if you, if you do not need to go to school, it's like, you know, the pressures are on you and all kinds of other stuff like that, not to, you know, detour from education, but sometimes life can just get overwhelming. And, and a lot of times as children, a lot of times people feel like, you know, those pressures are not equal to adult pressures, you know, um, but they're still pressures nonetheless. And so my mom was always that type of person that was always like, you know, come talk to me. Like, I will listen, yeah. I will hear you. I will give you whatever advice or suggestions to help guide you. But um, so, yeah, it was always, it was always good. It was always okay to be not okay in my house. And even with my father, my father was one that wasn't he wasn't one, he grew to learn how to communicate, but he wasn't yeah. as much of a communicator, but you always knew. Um, yeah. And so there were little things that even he would do um, that we would do for each other, actually, you know, to help lift each other up or just be like, look, today it's okay if you're not good. Like, it's all right, it's you cool, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, um, that's good, man, that's good. Um, the next thing for you, what do you say um, about stigma? You know, it was a stigma surrounding mental health, but it's also a stigma certainly surrounded around men's mental health, you know? And mm -hmm. what do you say about that? You know, they said we can't cry, we can't be depressed. I think we that's can't bullshit. Have no Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being for real. I think that, that, um, I think that that's bullshit. I think that yeah. society has created this. And, and let me just say, when it comes down to, black men and yeah. their mental health it's even tougher it's even more of a struggle because societies and um and conditioning has brought us to this place where masculinity is now this thing that you have to be tough at all times you have yeah. to be the provider you have to make sure that um you're ingraining that same type of energy into yeah. your young you know what i mean it's it's this thing where, and then even from a receptive point from anybody else, if you do decide like you're at a weak moment or you're at one of those moments where everything is, is becoming overwhelming, it's not okay to just be like, yo, I really need to cry, you know, or I really need to talk this out. So I feel like it is BS. I feel like we need to um, build this, uh, a new type of conditioning when it comes to men in general, but especially with black men where it's okay to talk about our feelings and it's okay to be vulnerable and understanding that doing those things means that you are extremely brave, that you're courageous and, um, and that is masculinity. You know what I mean? What is masculinity to begin with anyway? You know, if we start breaking that down to a point where you can't talk about 
certain things that you're going through, that shouldn't equate to masculinity. Like masculinity yeah. is just a, a notion that people have created and just said, okay, this is what it looks like, but it doesn't look like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I can really like, I'm really passionate about that subject. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Listen, I love to talk. I love to talk around like mental health and just fighting for it, man. And I agree with everything you said. It's just sad that it's such a stigma, like because a lot of people don't know, like the rates of suicide in men is high. You know, yeah. Like a lot of people don't know, and to talk about suicide. You know, if anybody out there is struggling with any thoughts of suicide or suicide ideation, they have a national suicide prevention lifeline. And the new number is pound 988, the easiest number to dial, guys. Just know anybody struggling, if you're struggling yeah. yourself. Yeah. Dial 988. And my next question for you, have you had any struggles like with deep depression or suicidal thoughts? If you didn't, do you know anybody that has? Um, I have had um, my run-ins with depression. Um, how I deal was not healthy, of course. And um, it was self-doubt. Um, it was, you know, concerns about my future. Um, it was at one point where I was receiving a lot, a lot of negativity. Um, yeah towards me because I've always just been this person that has just not been understood. I don't fit into that societal definition of what masculinity is, what a man is, like I don't fit into any of those things. Um, so I've always been this outcast of a person. And so yeah. with that misunderstanding, a lot of negativity can come my way. Um, I used to suffer a lot in high school. Um, I did have one incident in high school where I really considered suicide because it was just becoming something that was just really overwhelming and I could not handle it. Um, and I didn't know how to express it. Um, yeah. And so um, it was a very dark time in my life, but you know, praise God, I'm, I'm, I'm out of those areas and I know how to handle those. And I, and I know the signs when it starts yeah. to come up, you know, and I know how to counteract that. Like, I start feeling like, oh, okay, all right, Lenny, you've been inside way too much. It's time for you yeah. to get some more. You need to go outside and get the sun. Like you yeah. need to, you need to spend time with people. You need to, um, because I have that crab mentality. I am a cancer. I love to stay at home, yeah. but a lot of times, you know, an idle mind is a devil's playground. So, you yeah. Know. Since you since you said, you know, you know signs can you give some coping skills that maybe you can help somebody listening that's struggling with depression or even suicidal thoughts like any type of coping skills that you've done before or that you know the one thing that i would say is we all have these people in our lives that we trust whether we like yeah. whether we see it or not you know those people that are there for you you might you might be viewing them in a different way but those people that consistently reach out to you and really care you know yeah. those are the people that you know, you should definitely begin the conversation of what you're feeling, you yeah. know? Um, the other thing is for me, it's always been music. It's always been something that uplifts me, whether, you know, outside and taking a walk in nature always is yeah. one of those things that uplifts me. And when I say walking in na nature, I don't mean just like walking in a neighborhood, like yeah. really walking on a hike, going in a hike. There's something 
really um, therapeutic about nature and how nature provides for us. And there's a reason why, you know, even our ancestors, you know, per, uh, predominantly were outside, you know, it, it keeps your spirits level high, you know? And so when you're around all that green, when you're around all that blossoming, when you're around all that life, it reminds you to live, you know? Yeah. Um, and so those are the, those are some of the things that, that I do. I make sure to even exercise. If you, you know, you feel like you're starting to get low, start to get that, that blood flowing through you again. Um, and it's hard sometimes to even get up and do certain things like that. But the first thing I would always do is play something that's uplifting, play some dancey music, play something yeah. that makes you happy and get outside. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Um, my um, next question for you, what does mental health mean to you? You know, you already went over it, but like, what does that mean to you, like mental health, when you think of the word mental health? Um, when I think of the word mental health, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think of freedom, you know, what is freedom? What is, what is being authentically yourself, unapologetically um, brave, being courageous, yeah. um, being strong, um, setting boundaries for yourself, um, knowing that no is a complete sentence <laughs> um, and not putting more on your plate, um, yeah. understanding when you are giving way too much of yourself and um, and you're not taking the time to restore yourself. Um, um, yeah, mental health is, it's, it's such an array of different things. Um, that would be my short answer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna say guys, uh, you know, mental health means a lot to me. Uh, Lenny knows, I know Lenny for years. Um, <laughs> Um, I met Lenny and I actually not that me, I'm lying. I went to an SOB concert and I think I saw this guy. I thought I was thinking I was just there to see some gay and Avery and I was I need to say, but he sung and I was like, damn, like this man can sing, like he can really sing. And from that, you know, I've been in touch with Lenny, you know, talking online and stuff like that, following his music career. Lenny is a dope person, you know. It's been times where I've been depressed. And I have hit Lenny up, you know, I've been suicidal, hit him up, and he has talked me off the ledge, man. His music is so dope. So I want to get into the next thing, right? Um, music, Leak, you know. Leak, no, seriously, let me, let me just comment on that. Like, I feel honored at the fact that you would hit me up in those, in those moments of darkness, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm happy that I was able to encourage you to stay here, you know what I mean? Like, in that... And to remind you that you are beautiful, that you are, that there's a purpose for you, that there's a testimony in you that needs to be heard. And so I feel honored that I could actually just help or just, you know, encourage you to just be you and be the the grandest you you could ever be. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. no, that's that actually, that blessed me. You have no idea. Um, thank you, brother. Thank you for the kind words. Um, <laughs> and next... The next thing I want to ask you, though, because it's something that you actually, like, when this happened to me, right, I was able to hit you up, right? So I want to talk about grief and how it affects your mental health, right? Mm -hmm. um, when I lost my mom, I was able to hit you up. You know, mm -hmm. your mom's still here, but I know you um, lost uh, your dad. Yeah. And we have the same thing in common, losing a parent. So, like, how did that affect your mental health? And I want to thank you, because when I lost my mom, like, I was a wreck, and I hit you up. I don't even remember. Yeah, I hit yeah. you up. 
and remember. he was like welcoming me through like the motions I'm going to go through and grief and everything. You know, I lost my grandma who raised me, but it's different when you lose a parent. So yeah, yeah, can yeah. we talk about grief and mental health? Grief is a grief is a powerful emotion. Yeah. And one of the things that I have learned is that if you don't take the proper time to grieve, whatever that grieving period looks like, yeah. it can really tarnish just like everything. Um, I know when, you know, when I had lost my dad, I was a wreck. I was completely messed up. I, you know, I went through all of these things of, and all these thoughts of, I thought it was my fault, you know, um, um, and then that haunted me for so long. And then um, it was literally right after his funeral, um, going through that whole entire process, I literally went to work right afterwards because I just didn't want to think about it. Yeah. But until it was like two weeks into me working and I wind up in the back room and I'm like losing it, you know, and I could not control my yeah. tears. I couldn't control my emotions. And um, I wound up calling my uncle that one time and everybody was like, look, you didn't take the time to grieve. Like, how do you go into work right after? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, and so grief whatever way that looks like and everybody grieves differently and that's something that needs to be understood at everybody grieves differently and yeah. i'll say it again everybody grieves differently <laughs> and so um some people might need to just be in the solitude of themselves some people might need to be around family some people might need to you know go on vacation and be in a whole different environment you know yeah. um some people you know might want to spend time only watching television because this is yeah what gets them through, you know, but take the time to grieve because if you don't, it could so mess up so many different things. Yeah. It's like, and that what, that's what flooded into a short-term depression for me too, as yeah. well, because I couldn't manage anything that was going on in life. It was, it was yeah. terrible, you know? So take the time to grieve and yeah. however long that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, let me say, grief is different for everybody. You know, they had the thing that set, it was seven stages of grief. You know, mm -hmm. you'll be at different ones at different times. You know, you might go yep. back to the same one. It's different. Um, I remember I lost my mom, and uh, it was like nine months later I lost my sister. So by the time I was about to post yeah. to grieve mom, I was like, how can I grieve somebody? How can I finally grieve my mom when? I just lost my sister. So it was just like a lot going on, guys. You know, make sure you get into therapy. You know, there's grief yeah. counselors out there. Whatever it looks like, you know, make sure, but make sure you talk to somebody, you know, don't hold that right. in because from experience, it can, it can damage you. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm happy um, we made it through though, because that, yeah, because <laughs> baby, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next question for you music, man, music, you do music. And does that help you with your mental health at times? Um, I will say it, it does. It does. Music is, has always been very therapeutic. It's always been my journal entries for myself. Um, literally 95, actually 98% of everything I write is about myself <laughs> and things that I go through. Uh, my mom tells this story all the time, like in those moments where I didn't know how to express my feelings, she would always be able to know what I was going through by listening to my music. Um, and so 
yeah, it's definitely been therapy. It's, um, and then also to just sing in general has always been therapy. There were moments in high school where I used to play Tony Braxton's secret album at a hundred percent and be singing and belting because those things that the, just those emotions and, and those yeah. lyrics and, and those feels used to get me through. Um, and it wouldn't even have to be anything that was like relationship wise. It could just be yeah. just insecurities and all kinds of anything else like that. And music would just help me just soar. It would help me, um, it would help me break through my wall in order to actually express myself. Oh, I don't wow. think yeah. I don't think I've ever really truly explained it like that until just that's now. Good. And so that's so that's dope. And I and that's what it would actually do for me. It's it's almost like it's almost like your praise break. You know what I mean when you at church, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? You break yeah. through that praise break and it's like, oh, "Okay, okay baby, I'm yeah. good." And then after that, then you're, you're able to like really truly express yourself because now you don't have all of that bondage that's holding you. So yeah, that's what it was like for me. That's yes, so. that's so good. That's so good, man. Um, my next question for you, right? You don't have to answer it, you know, if you don't want to. So you have a new album out, right? Yes. And one of my favorite songs, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? One of the songs I cried on, right? Because mm -hmm. I was so fucking proud of you, right? Is what I want. Yeah. I was like my brother, my friend. <laughs> like, what made you record a song like that? You know. You know what? Um, <laughs> so okay, without going into so so much. Yeah, they gotta um, listen to the album. Don't go into too much. They gotta get the yeah, album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta listen to the project, and you gotta listen to it. Like you gotta listen to Mountain High and then Warrior. There's a it's a process. It's all an experience. It's all a journey. But um, aside from that plug. Um, what I want is, I'll say it like this, the music industry conditions you, um, if you are a part of the LGBTQI community, you, it's getting to the point now where there's a little bit more access to it, but when it comes from a black man's perspective in this industry, we are only conditioned to be one kind of artist. And yeah. getting out of that box and going through COVID and understanding that even though it wasn't anything that was like super crazy for me in my personal life, musically it was. Cause I would have to yeah. go into these rooms and put on this facade and wear this face that wasn't organically me. And I think this is where people, when it came to the music industry, had a disconnect with me because they couldn't exactly figure me out. You know, yeah. I would give them enough to where it wouldn't be a question, but then on the other side, it would always be like, but I think, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, and so being that I am completely independent, I wound up taking that conditioning and that mental conditioning into my independence. And so honestly, I wasn't independent, you know? I wasn't in my freedom. And so in order to actually step into that and really embrace the fullness of my artistry, yeah. out came what I want. And what I want talks about that, you know? 
And it was honestly, (laughs) it was honestly a breakthrough. Like this room I'm sitting in right now is, is my studios on the other side. And I literally wrote that bridge part. And I'm not gonna say the lyrics because folks gotta go and hear it yeah. themselves. You gotta get the album. They gotta right, get right, right. But when I wrote that, like Leek, when I wrote that bridge and I got to that very last line and I was like, it hit me so hard. I literally was in tears. I got up out oh, of the wow. studio. I walked into the kitchen. I sat there with my arms on the counter and I just, was just thanking the universe for a breakthrough that I didn't think I needed. Yeah. And in that moment, I understood how much me talking about that side of my story could potentially help someone else. Wow. And I saw the bigger picture and that it wasn't just about me, you know? Um, So yeah, so yeah. I'm in this like really good place with everything. <laughs> listen, it was a, listen, I'm, I'm a, like, I'm just gonna say when I listened to the song, I was like, hold the fuck on, I was gonna wait. I was like, let me rewind it, right? And I rewind it and I was like, hold on, let me see the lyrics. And I said, oh, my brother. I started crying. Right. I was like, yeah. Oh, my, my big bro. I was like, this song, so proud of him. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> next question. I got like two more things for you. Next question. What can you tell someone that's out there struggling, um, you know, mentally uh, and struggling mentally, like why they should put their mental health first? You know, a lot of people don't do it nowadays. They think they should put others first. You know, I, I do that sometimes. I put others first to the side of my yeah, mental health. Yeah. So why is it important that we should put our mental health first? Um, because number one, you're good to nobody else if you're not good for yourself. And that's just point blank period, end of discussion. You know, if you are a people pleaser, like I'm a people pleaser, but at times I have to say no to folks. And sometimes it throws people off and it's like, but at those same times in those moments, and and I don't feel the need to explain unless unless it's on my heart to explain to someone. But again, like I said, no is a complete sentence. And if if I don't have the ability to, to help someone else out because I need something or someone to pour into me at that moment to, or I need to take the time to just, you know, rebuild my own self so I can be strong for whatever else I have to deal with, not only just your stuff. Um, It's important. It's really important. Like I have a friend currently that's going through a lot. He gives and gives and gives and gives to where it's at a really dangerous point right now. Like, it's, yeah. you know, cause when you're dealing with so much of that mentally, it starts to show up physically. And once it shows up in your body physically, then you have all of these other stuff that comes up. You have, you know, high blood pressure, you get, you know, major headaches and you get, yeah. there's so many other things that can be attached to that. So yeah. your wellness first is vital. It is vital, you know? And so I take the time for myself all the time. Like after the release of this project, like I had stressed myself out, you know what I mean? And and just something simple as just that. Like, it was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Don't ask me to do nothing for the next seven days because I need my breather, you know? And so I wasn't, I'm not helping anyone, you know what I mean? At this moment, I'm taking the time that I need to for myself because at the end of the day, I'm no good 
to nobody else if I'm not good for myself. So wow. that's so good. Um, that's so good. Um, next, I and you know what? Side comment. Side comment on that. Um, you know, we also go into this into this culture of you know the no sleep culture too as well right? Where everybody's out here like, you got to wrestle, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you got to do all of this other type of stuff. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? And, and at the end of the day, like somebody would be like, okay, you just released some music. Like now the real work begins. Like you need to be out here. You need to be doing all these shows. Yeah. And it's like, no, baby, I need to rest. <laughs> because folks out here want this show. I can't give them no show if I'm out here exhausted as, as, as crap. Yeah. And I can't sing these notes the way that everybody wants me to sing them. So at the end of the day, you have to rest. Your body is a machine. And just like how you have to, every now and again, you got to restart your phone. You got to restart your computer. You got to yeah. turn off your phone. You got to turn off your computer. You can't keep your yeah. TV on all the time. The body is the same exactly, it's the same exact uh, way. You got to turn her off, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got you to make sure Lenny get his records. Lenny, not every R&B artist sound like his records. Lenny sounds like his records. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> It's okay. You ain't gonna talk your shit, but I'm gonna talk for you. <laughs> um, but um, next, like, tell us what's going on. What's next for you? You know, we know you got this new album out, man. Um, all of the albums are dope. Here, you know, appreciate uh, it. I I have a lot of things that are up next. I'm I'm developing a podcast <laughs> hey. uh, wrapped around this project because I I feel like there's a lot of things that can be discussed from this. Um. Yeah. And there's a lot of mental state that's in it that I feel like, you know, I can add to the conversation of it all. Yeah. So I'm working on that. Um, I am working on some other things that I won't make mention, but it's a new oh. area of my creativity that I'm really excited about that. Um, if you are a subscriber to the website, you will get early access to just throwing yes. that out there too. Um, <laughs> And aside from that, I am working with other artists at the moment too as well, helping them develop themselves. And, um, and yeah, I, you know, like I said earlier in the conversation, I am not working right now. I'm literally taking the next two, maybe three months off to really focus in on my artistry. And so again, like I said, you know, I got out of one situation. I'm not running <laughs> to get into the next one because yeah. I'm taking the time for me. You know what I mean? And so- yeah. You know, sometimes we got to pace ourselves and we got to structure ourselves in a certain way that benefits, you know, what we want to do out of life and how yeah. we want to leave our mark on this world. And so um, I'm putting some focus into that. And that's where I am. And just, you know, continuing to be um, my brave, unapologetic, free self, you know? Yeah. I do have a question for you. Your new album that's out. Um, before that, your last album was Cosmic, right? Yeah. That's one of my uh, ladies and gentlemen. I blessed that album like it was nothing. Album <laughs> <laughs> like it was nothing. I never listened to like like we got you know artists, but like a friend that's a singer. I never had friends that where I can listen to the album straight to you know. And your that new album, thank you. Right now is is dope, man. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I know, when I saw that you was releasing, I was like, this motherfucker been creating, and I was wondering where the music <laughs> at. I wonder where the music at. Like, but you know uh, what, Leek? I can I, I can honestly say, like, even going through the process of even putting this out, I had a lot of low moments because I was yeah. I was afraid of this project, you know. Um, but what I learned through 
this this project is anything that gives you fear is worth doing you know um because now you're really challenging yourself you're experiencing life you know um and this project i'm talking about a lot of different things a lot of things that have affected me in my view of love in my view of music how the music industry has tainted me how i've come out of that um you know there's a lot of different things that are here that have added to who I am today. And so um, I knew that this project was different. I know that it wasn't upbeat. It wasn't, you know, it don't have your typical bops on it. You know what I mean? This is like, this is like, think, right, right. This is like, this is, this is that music that you kind of got to, you sit down and you think to, and it's a little therapeutic and it's, and it's supposed to be healing. And so I was scared. And then I'm releasing this thing like in the dead smack of like summer. And I was like, who do I think I am? Like, but I just kept following my gut. And I was just like, you know, um, I feel like at the end of the day, someone had said to me when I did a live one time that healing is never something that is like in season, like it's always in season, you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter when you drop something like that. And so um, even fighting through this was a mental task, you know what I mean? And being able to speak my truth in a way that was organic to myself and in a different way. So, you know, I am, am happy that it's, you know, what I intended for it is actually being received. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, before we go, right, I need you to do something, right? What's up? I need you, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say some words, right? Okay. Say mental health check in with Talik. Put your mental health first. I need you to sing that. Give give them a note. (laughs) (laughs) So you want me to say what? Okay. Mental health check in with Leek. Put your mental health first. I need you to sing that. This is my brother, and I know he's going to do it. Okay, I don't know what type of melody. Um, Listen, you 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 the melody guy. You you the music guy. Put your mental health first. Oh, that sounds so much like a late night, like infomercial. <laughs> Let me change that. Um, I don't know. This is so weird. I don't know. Um, Cause I'm like, put your mental health first. Boop. Like, <laughs> I, need, I need to hear some vocals, some soulful vocals and stuff like that. <laughs> um, Put your mental health first with the league. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't know. That was hella hella corny. That was hella corny. It was not corny, bro. (laughs) Yes, it was. I was all unsure about the melody. (laughs) That was not corny. I see Lenny perform, perform like three times, I think. Do we, are we counting to? The open mic? No, we probably not killing it. But I seen him <laughs> two times. <laughs> two times? I feel like it was two times though. Like, oh no. yeah, that show. I don't know what was no, happening. No, the one that the one that I was like, I was like, yo, this my broken before. It was hot as hell out there. I don't know how you did it, bro. Oh listen, my god. Listen, it was hot. Listen. Yeah, it was. Listen. It was very hot. Performer, it was hot as. Hell, I don't yeah. know how you did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, um, thank you for coming on the show. You know, thank you for me having me. 
if you have any shows in New York City, I would definitely come support, bro. Okay. Come on, traveling. 